I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome back to another chaotic episode of Cry in the Public. Cry in the Public. I said yeah, Cry in the Public. Welcome back to Crying in Public, Smiling in Private. <laughs> Welcome back to another chaotic episode of Crying in Public. Let's do the roll call tech, guys. I'm Sarah. I'm Sydney. I'm Sophia. I'm Savannah. I'm Isha. <laughs> and I'm Claudia. Okay, so today's wonderful topic as most people are like coming back to school for the start of fall semester or maybe starting college for the first time or coming back from being home for a very long time because of the pandemic we're going to talk about the hookup culture the difference between having it in high school versus college or like hometown versus your college town just like how different it is because i promise you they're like worlds away no um i totally agree with you like i feel like going into college I was completely unprepared for like the hookup culture um I mean I don't know about you guys but at least for me like in high school it was either like you were a hoe or like you didn't hook up with anyone and like I was like a little bit more on the like not hooking up with anyone side um so like when I got to college I was completely like overwhelmed and had no idea what to do or like I was like I'm going to get a boyfriend, like all this stuff. And like, just, I know, like, you're never going to be prepared. Like, just know that off the bat. I completely agree. Like in high school, like freshman year to junior year, I was more of the, "Mm, I'm not hooking up with anyone. But when senior year got around, I made myself a goal list. I was like, you know what? I'm going to lose my virginity. Wait, a goal list? Oh, you mean like a bucket list before (laughs) like you end. When you said goal list, I was like, did you write down names of people who you wanted to fuck? Like, I was so confused. (laughs) Yeah, a bucket list. I'm not a psycho, okay? Um, no, I uh, made a bucket list to lose my V-card before college, and that's why I started hooking up with guys. But now I have, like, a pretty balanced number, like, three in high school and three in college right now. So It's a balanced diet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another thing I feel like in high school is weird. It's, like, whenever you, like, you just finished, or maybe you didn't, 
who knows but you just like you know did whatever you had to do and then you were like so like what are we you know what I mean and I feel like that's so annoying which is something that I definitely don't miss but it's so prominent and also I feel like you you really don't have any sense of anonymity is that how like anonymous but like we don't we don't take a thesaurus class in this in an anonymity we all have like a sixth grade education so just like i'm joking <laughs> but like that you know oh my god you know who i feel like and like finding nemo where he's like but it's anonymity okay there's no like level of anonymousness ever it's like you know especially for me i went to an all-girls catholic high school and like whatever we had like a brother school so like there was a all-boys college that we were like associated with and whenever we would get with someone from that high school so gossip that no literally it was like a gossip girl situation that we were like sort of associated with so whenever we would get with someone from that high school everyone would know about it but I feel like that's such a like exclusive high school thing you know what I mean I was gonna say like there's so much I think like when you 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 mentioned like oh like what are we it's the other thing is like there's so much pressure in high school to like because it's like a lot of people's first so like everyone's like oh my god like I have to have a boyfriend and like be with this and like everyone's like oh high school sweethearts whatever like in college like nobody gives a fuck like I'm sorry do not go into college thinking you're gonna form an emotional connection with anyone like you know how in vampire diaries they can just turn off the emotional switch like that's what you need to do before you go to college speaking of like keeping it anonymous anonymous in high school that just did not even happen for me so I started hooking up with this guy was in the quote-unquote relevant group and then the next day this girl texted me she was like hey do you want to grab lunch at the cheesecake factory (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh my god Um, You know some shit's about to go down. So obviously I went and she was like, oh my God, we're best friends. But like, it was just one of those situations. I was like, oh my fucking God. I just wanted to lose my V-card. That's all I wanted. I don't want any drama. What was the purpose of taking you to the cheesecake? Was was she like dating him or something? No, she was like, let's be friends. Wait, had she hooked up with him previously? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was so confused. But she just claims that they're best friends, you know? Oh, because she was, like, trying to, like, like, stake out the competition. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God, you're dating my best friend? Well, I'm sort of the only girl in his life sort of thing. That's so funny. Yeah. You know what I, like, think is crazy? Like, okay, so I was, like, in high school in a school of, like, 500 people. And so, like, if you hook up with someone, no one should know. But, like, that's now not how it works. Like, because they're, like, the relevant people of the 500, and then there's the rest. So, like, when anyone, like, of any relevance whatsoever, I'm not saying I was relevant, but I mean, like, I know what people did. No, no, no. There's a there's a social hierarchy in high school you just can't ignore. Yeah. And so I feel like when anyone did anything, like, the next day, everyone knew. So, like, I had this, like, strict rule. rule. I was, like, don't get with anyone in my grade. Don't get with anyone, like, I can go out of grades. I can go out of school, but not in my grade in my school. And I feel like that worked really well for me because, like, I was hearing all these stories, like, this girl did anal and, like, shit the bed. And, like, the entire school knew. Smart. Very smart. Like Sarah, I had a very unorthodox um, high school experience. I also went to an all-girls Catholic school. But instead of just having one brother school, we had, like, a whole network of schools. And it was very reminiscent of, like, the Greek life in colleges. So I think... Honestly, in that regard, I think that there is a little bit of a parallel for me at least. But at the same time, every girl at that school was classified as like, oh, you're a so-and-so girl. Like you belonged to a high school and you only had to stay in like that high school because if you like ventured out, then all the guys would be like, oh my God, she's a whore. Like, look at her. She's going to, she's hooking up with guys from two high schools. And on the front, like these double standards though. No, exactly. But beyond that too like my high school is also super religious so like if if it got out like if it got out that like a girl was like hooking up with someone without being in a relationship um everybody would be like oh my god shun her during mass like throw holy water on her (laughs) you know a lot of people say that real high school isn't like high school musical but low-key when it comes to like classes and you know like where you belong in like certain groups it's so true like zeke cannot be baking creme brulee martha you better sit your ass down you cannot (laughs) like it's seriously that's so real and i yeah 
Yeah, who does Troy think he is trying to play basketball and sing in theater at the same time? I'm sorry, yeah, that would never happen. Um, no, like, I kind of had the same experience, but also, like, completely different because, like, my school was, like, 120 kids in my graduating class. And, like, we all went to the same school since we were, like, three years old. So, like, you knew every person's business, like, inside and out. Like, the minute something happened, the entire school, not just your grade, like, literally the entire school. Also, I went to a Episcopalian school, so, like, it should have been religious. But, like, for some reason, every kid there was just, like, extra bad. Like, you would think that would make you, like, behave more. But, like, no, something in the water. Like, every kid was just, like, ten times worse than they should have been. Yeehaw. That's the Florida water. <laughs> yeah, they definitely put something in their water down there. Back to what Sophia said about, um, about like, how words spread so fast. I feel like that's why, like, it's really sad. Like, people in my that I knew of like who went to my school like girls literally had to transfer to different schools in my county because like they were slut shamed for like hooking up with people like I'm sorry I don't know if this is like a hot take or something but like and honestly I was one of those people who was like oh my god like what a whore like I never said anything to her face but I would be like like so judgmental about it but like I'm sorry like the double standards of that are just like they blow my mind like I can't believe that they really forced like another girl out because of like bullying and cyber bullying to literally transfer to another school because she hooked up with people like it's literally a natural part of life and you're like gonna bully her for that like oh sorry that she's like becoming more sexually aware than you at a younger age like <laughs> obviously you should get with the program honestly the thing about like slut shaming is like I feel like it's not as bad in college but it's obviously still relevant because like so many guys still do it it's just like there's more people so less people know but like Mm -hmm. that is like a huge issue and like at least like in college like less people know but like it still happens and I'm like okay you're the one like trying to like bang everything that moves (laughs) so you have no right to say anything this might be like a hot take or this is like more like a question do you this is just from my perspective I felt like slut shaming in high school it was always like girls slut shaming girls, but in college it's guys slut shaming girls. I don't know if you guys have different experience, but for me it was no, always like that. Sure. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, that's so true. Especially frat boys. I think it's because I personally had a lower standard in high school, a hundred percent. I just like didn't no, me like tolerated everything basically. But like in college, I feel like most girls are like, "Oh shit, that's that's not gonna be my future." So you're a true soldier for that, Claudia. <laughs> so we started getting like higher standards, but like guys haven't gotten with the program yet, so they think it's still like okay to do that shit. And I think that's why. In terms of girls slut shaming girls, and like in high school and college, um, again, like a totally different perspective than you guys. Um, in in my school at least like the girls in your own school would slut shame you but then as soon as a girl from a different catholic school would slut shame like all the mercy girls would stand right up and be like that's my sister don't touch her don't look at her don't say anything to her it was such a hypocritical like environment I feel like everyone cared so much in high school yeah exactly yeah, everyone cares like definitely like I wouldn't say I lived in a small but like it's like a little big town is what I would call it but, like, the minute that, like, something went outside of your school, every single kid in every single high school, it doesn't matter if you know the person or not, like, they knew your business. Like, even, like, I know, like, kids that went to school, like, two towns over, I know stories about them just from people, like, word of mouth. So, like, kind of like what you just said with, like, the whole, like, Catholic school thing, like, in Jacksonville, at least, like, everyone knows everyone's business and it's so annoying that's why I hate coming home yeah totally and it's because like your world when you like in your hometown and in your high school especially when you're that young like I'm only even though I guess I'm like two years older than I was when I was in high school like in that sort of sector everything is such a big deal because you don't really you've never actually gotten out in the world yet like and experienced sort of like real problems and like adulting yet which is so much harder than what goes on in high school in my opinion like a few of the girls here we just got our like first apartment and like that was literally the worst thing ever and like I feel like this guy or like this one of my friends talking shit about me in high school like that doesn't even compare like she literally her hair looks so fake like it's so like she's not a real blonde like you know what I mean it's like that to me was monumental and then I go to like find a job and I'm like I want to die you know what I mean so it's just it's not doesn't even compare no um exactly Sarah I agree I was gonna say because like high schoolers they have nothing else going on in their life so they're just like let me just make a big deal about literally the smallest things ever and then when you go to college it's like 
real life and especially at NYU like you're going to school in like New York City so you're like you feel like a full-ass adult and like literally nobody cares like just literally do your own thing yeah like I absolutely agree because in high school like especially so I like come from a small small town and like as you said, like, high schoolers have nothing else to do. So, like, they'd be like, oh, my God, did you see her skirt? It makes, makes her look like a box. And, like, I would hear that be like, oh, my God, like, my life is over. Somebody said I look like a box. Like, and, and then I go to NYU. Like, and now I go to NYU and I'm like, oh, my God, my life might be over because I have to ask my dad for more money because I can't afford food. Like, it's just two Literally. different, like, two different playing fields. Yeah. Wait, this is so off topic. But when you said so, that she looks like a box, I remember in middle school the meanest thing someone ever said to me was that I looked like a traffic cone (laughs) are we turning this into like a bullying podcast like what's the worst thing someone said to you yeah we just like relive our past trauma bullying experience my nickname was megamind from the time I was like four so like (laughs) also single gender high schools are just meaner I don't know why especially girls they're just mean like going there was the like it was hungry because no one's getting dick so everyone takes it out on each other I was just saying at least we don't go to all girls colleges (laughs) but like we basically do because like NYU has no guys but that's irrelevant Boom. Oh yeah. So kind of like narrowing the topic a little bit, at least from my, from my perspective, I think the reason why like the culture is so different in New York or just college in general, but specifically like New York is because like my high school, I had like a selection of literally like 10 people. And then like out of those 10, like maybe five were like viable. And then, like, out of those five, probably, like, four were racist. So that left, like, one. So I'm like, no, I'm stuck with this person. And then, like, everyone's so much more diverse and, like, so many more people that, like, your type kind of, like, expands. And also, like, going from, like, south to the north, like, they're just so much more accepting. So, like, I'll never forget, like, in seventh grade, the guy that I was, like, literally in love with told my friend that he would date me, but I was black, so he couldn't. And I remember being so excited about it. But now I'm, like, getting to New York, like, I don't ever have to, like, make that decision, like, oh, my God, like, are they going to, like, care that I'm ethnic, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's a really big difference, too. Also, like, the South just sucks. 100%. But, like, also, guys, even though the general pool for selection of men is bigger, I feel like guys in New York just never wants a relationship. Mm-hmm. Which is why hookup culture is such a huge thing in the city, I feel like. Like, you know, bigger than anywhere else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. And I feel like, though, there are a few that want relationships. But, like, the ones who want relationships are not ready for relationships. Like, they're emotionally unavailable. So it's like a lose-lose situation out here. I'm like, do I take someone who, like, wants a relationship but it's really just sex? Or do I just take just sex? Mm-hmm. that was the truest thing you've ever said oh yeah if i i went into freshman year being like oh my god like gonna meet so many new guys like got all the fish in the sea now gonna get a new boyfriend no do not go into college thinking that you're gonna get a boyfriend because you will not especially guys at nyu and just like in new york city because it's like in if you go to nyu not only do you have all the guys at nyu but you have everyone in the city like it's a literal free-for-all bro you got the buffet you got all the choices (laughs) but if there's a guy who's going into college who's like a freshman and like wants a girlfriend I'm sorry do not date them they gotta be fucked up in the head like they got something wrong with them because the whole point of like going to college okay not the whole point like obviously you gotta learn but like hooking up like the, the hookup culture is like a part of college like that's just something that you like need to experience and like me being like going into college a little 18 year old freshman I was like I'm an old soul like I don't need to hook up with anyone like I want a boyfriend like no let yourself just like go at it let you your freak flag fly can I just say from my personal experience like so many people have warned me do not go into college with a relationship which I didn't listen obviously but that not only limits you from, you know, the hooking up culture, it also limits you from just expending your life in college as a whole. So don't do it. Whoever is listening, you can break up with your significant other right now before college. You do have that option. Yeah. If the time is right, you do have the option. If the time is right, if it's meant to be, I'll come back. Like, honestly, going to college and like meeting new people is what helped over or like make me like force myself to break up like I needed that push but like 
I can't even imagine, like, think about how, like, how we were our first semester, like, NYU, like, going out, meeting people, like, having fun. I cannot imagine doing that in a pandemic. Like, you can't even leave your room. Like, that's going to be so sad for freshmen. Like, I'm so sorry for you. But they do get to choose their roommates, so, which I envy. Like, much. what if you, like, finally do and then you get corona? Like, that'd be the absolute worst, like. Yeah, the person you're going to date with gives you corona. Oh my god, can you imagine? Uh, Someone say red flag. Oh yeah. (laughs) You guys could be in quarantine together with corona though. That's what my friend did. She literally gave to her boyfriend to be in quarantine together. I was like, that's not. But um, speaking back like into relationships, so I'm currently taking like a Maryland class and we were like on like a Zoom and we were like discussing our project and this girl like talks about her boyfriend like 24 7 for one like I know his entire life story I know his ethnicity I know what he does for a living blah 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 and on one of these zooms she goes my fiance and I was like (laughs) I was like yeet (laughs) like when did y'all get engaged so she's literally like a freshman in college with a fiance and I was like honey I was like what are you doing to yourself I'm like please don't do it do I have commitment issues or is that fucking crazy like sorry I don't no, that's insane. No, that's insane. Like, it's one thing, like, if you think you're really serious about someone, like, you might end up with them, but, like, you don't need to get engaged. Like, you're in college. Like, um, you no, no one should be engaged at 19. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if you're in the military. Like, do, no, like, you're not gonna stay with that person. I'm sorry. Dude, I've met this girl in my Calc 1 freshman year class, and this girl, she dressed a little, you know, business professional. I was like, okay, maybe she's like a sterny, and that's why she's dressed so maturely in like, <laughs> Calc 1 class and then i look over her hand left hand just has a fucking huge yellow diamond ring on her finger yellow diamond oh my god yeah yellow diamond i was like that really stuck out to me for some reason but i was like she's dressing this way because she is mature and she is engaged well yeah the reason i freaked out because aren't yellow diamonds more expensive than real ones i thought i have no idea yellow ones are ugly i'm sorry i love yellow not diamonds but the color is nice yellow diamonds are so it's a happy color I used to want a pink one, like here. Sophia's gonna make her room so yellow next year that I I can't even like look at it. I would just not look at it. <laughs> Isha, weren't you considering doing your room <laughs> yellow too? I am, but you did your room red, so I don't know what why you said that to Sophia. <laughs> What's wrong with red? What's wrong with yellow? Yellow's so pretty. It reminds me of McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I love you, time. Sophia. You know, red is actually like proven to make you hungrier like the color seriously yellow that's why there's so many restaurants that are red and like dining rooms are red and stuff yeah red and yellow makes you hungry oh mcdonald's is that why mcdonald's is so popular because they like do the colors i think so something with the colors i've never looked at red and yellow and been like damn i want a burger (laughs) at least red and yellow (laughs) damn some fries and ketchup would be so good right now right wait that's yellow and red Ketchup is red and fries are I yellow. I know! I just thought of that! Oh. Yes, we're getting a little well, off topic. I was going to say, there's an elementary education right there. <laughs> yep, anyway. Um, what I was going to say is, like, I think going back, because I was talking about this earlier, like the anonymous factor and in college, it's so nice. However, um, Claudia and I <laughs> happen to be in Greek life and like at NYU. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. In that pool of people, it's so like close knit. Like we all know each other's business. It's high school 2.0 all over again, but like the Walmart version, because it's just more annoying because the guys are more assholey, but it's fine. And like this one time um, I like got with this guy at the beginning of last year at like some rooftop party in the building that he lived in. It was like this really great apartment in Tribeca. I remember that. That was a beautiful view. Although can I just say that he was really nice to us, which usually guys don't do. To get to one girl. Yeah. He, is nice. he is nice. He is nice. But we all know, like, what, you know what I mean? Like, he was nice to me for obviously one reason. But it's fine, because I was playing that same game. We were both, like, you know, chatting each other up and, like, being really friendly. And then later, and he is still really nice. But, like, like a few weeks later, we, like, saw him at one of our formals. And he was actually with some other girl that he brought and was trying to like get with her. But I was like really close to the girl. So I see her and walk in with him and I run up to her to like give her a hug. And then I look at her, look at her date. who was the guy that I got with 
look at her, look at him. And I was like, hey. And he was like, hey, nice to meet you. And I was like, it is so nice to meet you too. Like, oh we sort of like looked at each other and we were like, we're going to do this together. And we, were, <laughs> we like shook hands and everything. It was awesome. Damn, you're a queen for that, Sarah. You actually really had his back. Like, damn. Yeah, I would have been like, you remember me from this night? No, because like he wasn't an asshole about it or anything. Yeah, I was going to say, like, oh. you should have been like, oh, I thought I met you that one time that you were railing me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like a nice guy and he's still one of like my really good friends in Greek life to this day. So you know what I mean? So I was like, let me just like spare her, you know, and like yeah. him too. I'll let them have their night. That's one thing that's so nice about college because like in high school, like let's say something did happen like on like a weekend or whatever. You had to see that person every single day for the next, what, four years. And then probably every time you come home after that, especially if you went to like a small school. But like in college, like the odds of you seeing that person ever again are like super slim. Especially like in my you have like 30,000 people, like the odds of seeing that person. But yeah, I always do see them probably because I know all their schedules. But um, <laughs> I, I swear to God, like after you hook up with someone, they are everywhere you go. It's like the worst yeah. thing ever. Really? Like, awkward. Hi, how are you? Golden rule, For do me, not get with someone in your class because you're going to see them every single day. Wait till the last day. It's going to make it so much better. I'm going to add on to that really quickly. Do not get with someone in your class, in your major, in your um, <laughs> potential industry. Like, literally, there's so many other industries. Like if, if you're Isha's in finance, just go for like the freaking basket. Actually, no, that's like still related. Go for like the theater kids, Isha. I never do that ever. Who do I think I am? As if nothing against theater <laughs> kids. I just have a very specific type. Yeah, Isha's just like. <laughs> it's true. It's really true that like New York is really big and everything, and like I don't really see any of my exes or like flings, which is really nice. But like. Whenever I do, it's like in the worst possible moment. It's isn't it? Isn't this so true? Like it's whenever you stop thinking about them and like move on. That's the time when you see them when you go on the street looking like shit because you finally stopped giving a fuck, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yeah, you know. No, that's so true. And then your heart is like, oh, I'm gonna be rebreaking, rebreaking, rebroken, dude. Or if you like run you run into them and they're like out with another girl and you're like this is awkward like do I say hi do I give them a hug like how do I make it do I punch them in the face what do I do do you guys think like ghosting in college is like way more of a thing than it was in high school because it's so much like easier to do now you can just like get out of seeing people you can be like you can be like oh great time never gonna see you again like just never answer that text like erase that contact and erase it from your memory well because like in high school if you go to me i will pull up at your house in two seconds like i know where you live <laughs> i know your parents i know your grandparents your little sister like try and ghost me and see how yeah like, i'll get you wait i'm dead you like they, they like come home and you're like sitting at the dinner table with their parents and they're like oh uh, and you're like oh hi honey miss you <laughs> like try it and see how that goes Honey, I'm Can home. I just talk about how I came home for quarantine and I fucking saw my ex-dad on the street. That's how small town it is. Oh, College, you would never get to do that, but like... Mm, Honestly, yeah. I feel like seeing the ex's parents is like worse than seeing the actual person because then you're like, fuck, like you have to say hi and they like depending on like how it ended you're just it's just so awful that's the worst no look, my ex's dad was my college counselor like my <laughs> advisor like oh bro, my god so awkward talk like, about so literal worst like, case scenario that is so nasty yeah, and foul. i'm so sorry yep. did he take your side after the breakup though huh well his parents loved me i'm probably surprised you can get someone my level ah ha ha but um, they also know what their son's like, so tea. Oh. I hope it's your sister because I really don't like you. I was just going to say, like, um, I feel like it's so nice when you can, like, both agree that it was just, like, a one-time thing. Like, I'll never forget one time I was, like, I hooked up with this, like, um, this frat guy. And it was just, like, so fucking awkward. Like, after we left, he was, like, so, like, you want to hang out? And I was, like, No. And he's like, okay. And then I just left. And it, it was, like, so nice. And then, like, we, like, sort of Snapchat a little bit after that. But then it just sort of, like, fizzled out. And it was, like, I've never, like, had just, like, an interaction with someone where it's just been for that and, like, hasn't been an emotional connection. And, like, honestly, we may, we're making it sound like, oh, like, love doesn't exist in college. But, like, 
I mean, it does, but like, there's the good opposite to that. Like, even though it might not be in the beginning, like if you can just like, you know, hook up with someone and like not have a connection with them, just, you know, get your duties done in and out. It's like, it's honestly a little refreshing. Yeah, there is definitely like potential for relationships in college, but like, yeah, this episode is strictly on the sex, the hookups, the dates. Speaking of sex, um, I just feel like college experience is so much better because you don't have to, you know, sneak your uh, partner in to your house. Yeah. Or in the car. I had to uh, relive that because of quarantine. Obviously, you can't bring anyone in your house. Yeah. My car is literally a sperm lab. Like, (laughs) that was my, that's where I lived and stayed in how many kids approximately are in your backseat right now? Sydney? Yeah, and they sold my car too. I was like, good luck to whoever got that. <laughs> it's like the little TikTok with the little babies dancing in the backseat. Do you know what I'm talking about? The most annoying part, though, is like if you don't live in an apartment, especially in New York, when you're just like, I mean, I don't know about other schools, but when you're bringing them in, through security and you're like hi like can I sign this person in like that security guard knows you're about to get like fucking railed like on the on, your, on the dorm bed frame you know, like one time I brought this guy back with me and like I don't even know like I was so drunk I don't even know how because you have to like say your room number and stuff I don't even know how we got inside like it was literally ridiculous like I blacked out for like that one part because I it's just like so awkward like you know especially like after they leave and you just like give them a hug it's like oh like I hate that walking past like our security arts are the worst part I just can't like my hair's all messed up my makeup's <laughs> all fucking messed up I'm like carrying my heels on my hand they know too especially when you sign a guy in they know because like you just have that look you're like I would like to sign him in please and he's like and like the next morning they ask you to have a good night no literally like y'all know in y'all's dorm like the lady that sits downstairs literally knows me because I'm literally there like every weekend it's like how was your night my favorite was halloween when it's like 7 a.m on like a thursday and i'm walking down like a red lace dress and white go-go boots and she's like good morning (laughs) (laughs) maria was such a goat um another like really really prominent thing i feel like and one of the most different aspects of like high school versus college of like hookup culture is getting more comfortable with like your sex life like you know what you want you know exactly like what you're looking for not definitely not when you get in like obviously like your first or second year is like to experiment but like the rest of it is so nice because then you know what you want you get more comfortable with telling people literally like what are you doing down there? Go north. Mm-hmm. You're so sa- What are you doing? No, that's so true, Sarah. I also feel like, like, I feel the same way. I feel like, I mean, obviously, if you don't have a ton of experience, you're just going to feel like uncomfortable. And people in high school, like, they're still growing. Like, they don't know who they are. So, like, it's just, like, way more awkward in general. But it's so nice to, like, once, like, you have just come to terms with, like, the fact that, like, I mean, everyone has their own, like, opinions. But the fact that, like, sex isn't that big of a deal it's so much nicer just be like relaxed about it and like chill like it's literally just like a natural way of like human life you know yeah also I feel like the fact that you know you won't really necessarily see them afterwards if you don't want to makes it so much better for you to say whatever the fuck you want um unless you went to a repressed religious school like me because then good luck charlie i also went to a repressed religious school and i'm about to get real graphic so here we go ready he's like (laughs) so basically like another (laughs) another like huge thing is like getting more comfortable with like the awkward moments because sex is awkward no matter how experienced you are sometimes like it can be really hot it can be really sexy but things happen you queef your chest makes that sweaty ass noise when it got like put together you know what i mean like that like the sweaty shit yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) i can't do it that noise is disgusting. Ew. I hate it. Use nothing. You can I, love that I don't know them. I don't know these people. But sometimes, like your head, your head bumps into the headboard. Your teeth clash together. Like that's literally just like the way of life. Like sometimes you bite someone's lip too hard. Like that's literally what happens. And like mm-hmm. I feel like you get more comfortable with that sort of thing because like you just recognize that it happens and like you're more easy on people. But like the most important thing is you have your make or break things so you like if someone's into this it's probably going to be a no-go also I feel like especially prominent in New York are like sex shops like I feel like there's one on every single block and people just go in like I feel like in my hometown huh can we go when we get back to New York yes 
Babeland in Soho. <laughs> wait, can you guys wait for me so I can go with you? <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I, isn't that so true? There's literally one on Broad. I pass at least five sex shops on my way to class every single day. But I feel like in my hometown, all the windows are darkened and like no one wants to go in. Like people wear masks in or like change their hair literally like get those, you know what I mean? Like those black bags instead of like the clear plastic ones so no one knows what they got but in new york people literally walk out of the store with like a dildo in their hand i feel like no one cares you know in general no one cares what you do in new york like it's just like 20 million people they're all gonna be going like i've seen some weird shit and i've just like been on with my day like who cares i remember when i was like 10 years old i didn't know what a sex shop was but i felt like they had these little cute outfits on but everything else was black and i was like oh my god this is so cute so i'm like trying to walk into the store and it says like 18 plus i'm like mom let's go on in and she like started screaming she's like yeah that's a sex shop you can't go in there and i was like walking in like looking around and i was like that that's what I discovered what it was and I'm like wait I'm like they don't make it that obvious that it's a sex shop like you don't know yeah like, they don't they yeah. don't I thought from the outside as a little kid you're just like oh clothes and toys yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that a stick what is that I, I did sparkly I want it <laughs> um you know when you like have any of you ever done this like when you go when you hit like something like Babeland or like Lily's lingerie loungewear. Like when you hit one of those stores on a Saturday morning as like part of your errand, like you hit the grocery store. We've definitely done that. Yeah. We talked about the grocery store, you hit the Apple store and then you hit Lily's lingerie and then you go somewhere else. You go to class. Like <laughs> they're so expensive too. Can I just add to that? Yeah. Vibrators are hella expensive nowadays. Exactly. Like guys should buy me that too for me to wear that. No. Lingerie stores should be like made for men to buy it for women yeah. rather than like women buying it for themselves. Because then they're like, take it off. And I'm like, did you even look? Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Did you even take it in? No, it's like that one scene from Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> where like the guy, the, <laughs> the little mouse is like, his brother is like stuffing the cheese and the strawberries in his mouth and the little the other Remy, that's his name. Remy is like, I must taste like he's like letting it explode in his mouth and stuff. No, that's how it needs to be with guys in laundry. Like you really need to look me up and down and like really take it in before you're worthy. That's why I don't waste money and I just whip out the um Calvin Klein I get at Nordstrom Rack because like no one cares. Yeah, whip out those those uh full coverage hates. <laughs> I'm related. Do you see how this, how big this mosquito bite is? What yeah, the mosquito fuck? bite? Oh I've my just God. been looking at this whole time. And I just don't it. know what happened. That's really the size of half of your arm. It really is. Are we gonna? Um... Um, also, I just want. Can we add that to when we're talking about ho- the whole face? Um, I just want to say, like, right now in Massachusetts, obviously there's only one type of boys, which is the the near vines, you know, white fuck boys. <laughs> but i just want to say in high school like if you get with one of those boys like all the boys are friends for some reason like they all played sports together or like they're in the same friend group so like you only have that one selection of friend group left pretty much so like if you hook up with another one then you're called a hoe like it's not my fault it's not our like fault it's not our fault because there's only one group to select from so just saying yeah I literally have so much to say about that but I'm just gonna like not say that much but um no I totally agree Claudia like in in high school you have such like a limited array of options and even what Sydney was saying earlier how about like only like there's like 10 people and then only like five of them and then like only one of them is like actually like that's how it is in high school but then like you go to college and it's like that but like okay let's say you have like 30,000 kids at NYU so now you got like 300 kids to choose from so it's like it's it's a good payoff you know I have a question for you and you don't have to tell me what your preferences are unless you want to because some of your preferences are interesting but like (laughs) did your preferences change from high school to college based on like hookup like I'm not talking about boyfriends or like what you're looking for and like but like hookups you know what I mean because I feel like when you're at a bar or a club in high school versus college it's so different when you're like looking for someone to go home with that night you know what I mean did that happen for you guys that happened for you yes absolutely I think one well actually wait what am I saying no not at all sorry I don't know why I said yes um yes totally wait not really (laughs) no not at all um let me tell you why because the guys I went to high school with 
are literally the exact same guys that I'm attracted to. They're all like all finance guys. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all future finance guys. They were all like the um like the guys who went to my brother's school were all like well, first of all, besides being like super Catholic, which was a turnoff, um, they're all like vineyard vines wearing like they know they're going to be like a frat boy in college, washed up frat boy going on to be a finance dude for the rest of his life. Like, that's my type. She's smiling so big. <laughs> <laughs> She's like describing her dream guy while like also berating him. Yeah. Okay. I also love engineers. Ooh. <laughs> I think because like um, preference wise, like when you're in high school. And like, let's say it's someone like in your school, you know everything about that person, like the good, the bad, like the annoying, whatever. Like when you're meeting someone for the first time from college, like at a bar or whatever, like you only know that first impression. So you have less mm-hmm. of like a tunnel vision view of them. But like in high school, like knowing these people since I was like three years old, like I know they're nasty, they're gross and they're misogynistic and like not cute. So like I'm less likely to want to like be with him. But in college, I'm like, I know that too, but like, I can't confirm it yet. So I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just gonna like, to that, to that, to that. for me, I think I pick up guys at bars or whatever. I don't do that. But like, norm- usually um, if I do, I don't look for their physical like preferences. Like my physical preferences have changed after going to college. But I examine, analyze their makeup styles and like their flirting styles. And that's how I know. Okay, this one, this one, I know this type. So that that's that's what I go for. I would say yes, my preferences have definitely changed, but only in the sense that like if I'm going out to like go find someone to hook up with, like I'm like looking to make sure if they have like serial killer tendencies or not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let me let me stay clear of that. But I definitely base it on, honestly, I'm so shallow for this, but I definitely base it on looks, um, but I, I, at like first glance, but then like, if I'm going to go up, that's not shallow, it it's just normal. Yeah. I mean, but then if I go up to them and like, they have no personality, like I will never forget me each of one time we went to this bar and there's this one man's, I'm going to say his name, but you can take it out. And literally, I have never struggled so much to have a conversation with someone in my life. Like, it was so awkward. Like, we would, like, have a conversation for, like, 30 seconds. And then we just both, like, get dead silent and, like, turn away. And I was like, okay. And then he, like, he would he added me on Snapchat and, like, asked to hang out again. I was like, do you really want to hang out again after that? Like, after that interaction, you had a good time? He's with every girl in this group. I'm not even joking. Every girl I know. He's yeah, like, hello. Just say he was the first guy I met at NYU and he was like my expectations for guys because he was like welcome week the first day there like he hit on me at the gym he I was like on my elliptical machine like doing my thing I look next to me and there's like this man just like standing there watching me smiling I was like that was like my expectation for all NYU guys and I was like oh no like this isn't gonna go well from here on out watching him knock over that table is still one of my favorite memories making out with the other girl that annoys the living daylights out of us. I remember me, Sarah, and Isha just turned around in our seats and watched them just, like, topple over, like, four chairs and still make out on the floor. And we were like, all right. That's actually a really good story. One of the most, like, this girl who thinks that she's the shit at, like, our school got with, like, this loser. But that's something I feel like none of us would ever do. Like, we would never just to like get off we wouldn't like hook up with like our standards would never go down that low but that's why it was so funny (laughs) are we gonna leave that in Uh, yeah i'm just gonna bleep out his name yeah honestly um okay yeah speaking of savannah i like tried to converse with this same man's earlier and he's a like psychology major or something so you'd think that he'd be good at conversation but after that Hearing all of these stories and hearing all of you guys like talk about your guys at NYU just makes me really not want to go back to NYU. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the best. I love it. I'm Plus, so you have all of New York. Well, okay, just because the guys aren't quality doesn't mean the rest is isn't. And you know, <laughs> and yeah, you have the you have the rest of the New York guys who are probably not all quality either. But you know, so what can you do? Quantity over quality. But like the good thing about hookup culture is you don't have to force yourself to start a conversation or maintain a conversation with them. Uh, but when you're hooking up, doesn't matter. Does not matter. You know what's so powerful though is those girls that can, like, make that into a lasting relationship. Like, it's so yeah. rare, but when they do, I'm like, girl, what is the power? So I'd be stuck in that phase for, like, four <laughs> years. Have you ever been, like, 
digging when you're like dig for something you're like oh there's something underneath them like I know there's a personality out there and you just keep on digging and digging and hitting like a dead end and you're like yo maybe this guy just like doesn't have a personality I'm like he's a legit robot maybe the onion layers don't pull off Shrek reference if anyone got that (laughs) or maybe you're mining for a bitcoin and you don't find it what What? great Savannah's whole thing about like putting like like looks being like the first like indicator like it's the same for me but like if they can't keep like the interest going with their personality I'm like ill because there's nothing worse than just like a really pretty guy who like can't have a conversation I agree I feel like like men in New York if you think men in general are like career focused like ps4 focused and like boys night focused when you go to New York City it's literally amplified I need to stop saying literally it's amplified times a thousand because everyone in new york city is so career focused like regardless of gender i feel like but i have another question this is literally the last like 10 minutes of our podcast should just be like sarah asks everyone questions yeah um another question i have is like you know that tiktok take a shot that's like get that head get that bread and, and leave. leave peace out but you know that t- it's like that mentality of like when you get with someone as strictly a hookup do you like do you want to stay like do you want to actually form a relationship with that person do you want to stay friends after or would you does it depend or like would you rather just get that bread get that head and then leave i can tell you within literally 30 seconds if i'm gonna catch feelings or not like within like, no they're condescending and they're mm-hmm. rude and make me feel like crap like feelings are going to be had they're going to come they're going to develop they're going to grow but if they're like nice and like want to hang out I'm like yeah well stinky (laughs) also though I feel like it you just sort of know based off like this sounds like so like spiritual and like whatever like Sydney said within the first 30 seconds if you have a true connection with that person or not and then like if you don't like and you try to like form a connection like you can feel it being forced and then you're just like nah like at that point I'm just like this was fun while it lasted, but like, there's no point. I just want to use my example. So all both examples are from Tinder. And the first boy being, uh, we were just going to hook up and like, that's it. But then it turned into a relationship. And the second guy, we went on a few dates, like really nice guy, but like, we just didn't have that connection. And like, it just, it doesn't work sometimes. That It just depends on the guy, I feel like for me. I agree. Like, I feel like, you know, like really early on whether like you and this person are compatible and like if you're not, if it's just like a one time thing. I also feel like, you know, if you're going to be friends and like you're better as friends. I think you can definitely tell because it's like more friendly and like you get along and like they make you like laugh and then you're like, oh, like this could be like friends with like some benefits. I feel like once you cross that line, like it's so awkward going back because at that point like flirtiness mm-hmm. or something is always going to be there so it's never going to be like just friends or like anything more it's always that like weird toting the line you can like never get rid of i have like an example though of like bad situation okay you can bleep out his name but remember yeah. like we both agreed that well I don't know, we didn't both agree he agreed and then i later agreed <laughs> but like and now we're just like friends and it's fine and he's even dating like a, a girl who was like sort of in my friend group and I was pissed about it at first but now I'm just like eh, whatever and because I like see that like obviously they're they're built they're built they're made for each other like better but um honestly they broke up so I dodged a bullet with that one a lot of people really hate when like um guys are nice sort of when they're like when you're solely hooking up with them but I sort of like it I would rather someone be like nice to me than condescending you know what I mean just to like prove a point that like they just want to hook up with me does that make sense like I completely agree yeah because it's so when they're just like hey like get over here I'm like ooh, because that's just like says a lot about your character in general like I'm not gonna sleep with an asshole that just in no way you know what I mean I, I agree I don't need any extra emotional pain out here I'm good like I love away. emotional pain I like vibe on it and the funny thing is like i've i have a pretty good pretty okay relationship with my dad like he's you know he's solid <laughs> we're solid we're good we're we're buddies we're best friends so like this is really weird to me like i always grew up with a pretty strong male figure so like i don't know why i'm like okay this. i i have a serious question though do you guys prefer a constant hookup buddy or a friends with benefit i think they're the same I'm thing yeah i thought that was the, the same thing sometimes they're not though 
How, what's the difference? The difference is friends with benefit, you actually stay friends. And like, sometimes you're part of a, the same friend group. But like a constant hookup buddy, you don't have any relation at all besides just hooking up. Well, I think that says a lot about like whether or not you can be friends or not after you cross that boundary, like Sydney was saying earlier. Like for me personally, I find it a little hard to like get back to that like friendly place, like to just like go hang out and like drink or whatever and just be like completely platonic and then like later have him come back to my apartment. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily what I want. Yeah, hookup buddy's probably better. Sarah, do you remember? <laughs> this is not even part of the podcast. I just had this memory of Sarah going on this date with this kid. I don't even remember his name or like how they met. But like I just walk out and Sarah's like all dressed up and this dude is like red in the face. Like and I'm like, have fun Sarah and you could just tell like by her face she was like, This is a one time thing. Like I'm not gonna have fun. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I remember that. Yeah. Cause sometimes you just know, you know? All right. Well, after uh, listening to us being complete sluts and whores, thank you guys so much. No, I'm joking. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you want to hear more about our crazy lives and um, hearing us having no shame whatsoever, uh, then you should tune into our next podcast. You should also listen to our previous podcast if, you know, you have time on your hands. And um, have a great day. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.